this is the thing that is really moving the needle on their business a lot. And that is personal outreach, sending personal voice messages or little messages on different social media platforms and actually reaching out to someone and having a conversation with people in a one-on-one manner. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am your host for our Monday episode and joined for as a special treat by my Thursday partner in crime, Tim. How are you, Tim? Good, Sam. How are you? Good. We're doing a double header this week. How exciting. I know, right? I'm awesome excited. Oh, it did sound like you're like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course you're excited to be here two times this week. I know. We are, can you believe we are already one twelfth of the way through this year? January's already done. It's already February. I can't believe it. Yeah, it went quickly, didn't it? It didn't go very quickly. It feels like I blinked and it's gone. Mm, I think uh, it's it's just busy. Right, and and I guess the, guess the that's the the topic for today's chat is is are we busy doing the right things? Yeah, because yeah, you're right because we're all busy, but are we busy doing things that aren't going to move the needle in our business? What I call procrastination, the kinds of things where people will say to me, "Oh, I'm so flat out doing this stuff, but I need clients." Okay, all right. So is it busy doing the right things? Yeah. I think, well, let's just explore that for a sec because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people who hear procrastination think that it's doing nothing. Oh, it is so not. In actual fact, I know more people procrastinating being busy than I know people procrastinating doing nothing, which is actually, I can't think of anyone that falls into that second category. Have you been doing that? Busy doing nothing. I'm busy being busy. Busy being just busy. The hustle, the kind of just the noise that, you know, has the appearance of progress but doesn't actually get you anywhere. Yeah, okay. So it's really interesting. I think that it's definitely something that I can drop into, but I do notice it very quickly. So I'm, you know, always, always have things on the go. But there are some times where I'll notice and certainly in the last couple of weeks where I'll notice that I'll get caught doing things that really don't matter. And here's the interesting thing. Rather than move to doing something that does matter, I'll actually notice it as a time that I probably need to just take an hour off and go for a walk. Mm. So it's a little bit different to, oh, I'll move to what I should be doing and I put should in air quotes. And sometimes it's I need to take some time out because that busyness or that hustle can be just a busy mind that is overwhelmed and a little bit out of control. Certainly that's what I've noticed. It's funny you say that, Sam. I, um, you know, since last year, my team and I adopted a, a process that we use where we, we look at what will make today successful, what do I need help with, and then we do a sort of beginning of day and an end of day review, right? And so I replay the five-minute stand-up meeting that you heard about. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I wrote on my What Can I Do Better Tomorrow sort of re- review just of my own performance as well as the team's performance. But I sort of wrote, I said, 
when I find myself just doing stuff and not being very productive, and I, I fell into that last week. I had this sort of three or four hour stretch where at the end of it, I've gone, I don't actually know what I achieved in the last four hours. Mm. You know, what, what happened? You know, if I looked at all the stuff, I go, did I move the needle in the business anywhere? Um, the answer was definitely no. And the thing that I wrote down in my sort of self-review was that if I find myself being unproductive like that, that I actually just need to get up and walk away. Yeah. Um, and that was a 14-hour day for me. And, and I try and avoid 14-hour days because they're horrible. They are horrible. I, I'm I'm on your team there. For, <laughs> let's say no to 14-hour days. No. <laughs> but you're not productive in 14 hours. No, but there was so. this period in the afternoon, you know, and, and probably sort of eight, nine hours into my day where I just thought I've just actually done, I don't know what I've done anything in the last four hours or, mm. done, or made any progress on anything. You know, or made any meaningful progress is probably a, a good example. And, you know, I've been reflecting on this quite a bit over the last the last week since I had that revelation and, and you know, committed to myself that if I find myself in that zone where something's not quite working or I'm not clicking or something, that I'll just actually step away, go for a mm-hmm. walk, watch some TV, jump in the pool, whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. You know, make a phone call that's got completely no no relation to work whatsoever. Just touch base with mm. a friend. Mm. You know, that might actually kind of just jolt me out of it and, and give me that little reframe for focus. And ironically, I was actually talking to, I had a, a consultation with a client in the US this morning, an acupuncturist. And it had been some time since I'd, I'd done some work, uh, initial consultation with them. And they said to me, you know, look, we've been on our CRM system for eight months now. We've got four months to go. I'm thinking of just closing it down. And, um, you know, I've been looking for, for work. I've been really busy looking for work. Mm. Um, not work for her business, but looking for a job. Oh. Okay. Which I thought was really interesting. I'm like, what are you busy doing? Because you've got this list of, you know, 400, 500 people in your database. <laughs> and you're not talking to any of them. <laughs> mm. And I wonder how many times that happens having opportunities sitting on the sidelines and not acknowledging that they're there, forgetting that they're there, forgetting to do something with them. Yeah, well, just before this episode, I was, we were talking about, I guess, outreach to clients and right? outreach to prospects and, and how do we do it? We were just sharing notes, whether we, you know, we email or we phone or, or whatever else to follow up on sales opportunities. And if I reflect, you know, what will make my day successful today? My day would be successful if I closed a sale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And, and so what am I doing to close that sale? If I'm not doing something to close that sale, right, is my day going to be successful? They're not going to close themselves. You know? That's right. I've had this crazy start to the year where I've got 36 hot sales opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's almost one per day. You know? And some of them, it's probably $200,000 worth of business sort of sitting there. Mm-hmm. But you know, for the last week, I haven't called them. Well, hopefully, Tim, we can inspire you in this episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab to reach out to your prospects and close some sales today. I know, right? I know. And that's what we want to talk about. Are you showing up or how are you showing up to make the best use of the next, well, we could say the next 11 months, but I think that that could be quite overwhelming to some people. But just for the next, we've got 28 days in this month. What are we going to do in the next month to make sure that we've moved our business another step forward? Hmm. What do you reckon it is for you, Sam, other than 
sorting out your microphone issues. Yeah, I do have much much microphone issues right now. <laughs> Look, do you know what, Tim? It's exactly the same every day of the year. It doesn't matter where we are in our business. Business exists to solve problems. And the way that we solve problems as entrepreneurs is to exchange money with someone to be able to help solve a problem. So it doesn't matter what big things are going on in our world. This is something that should be happening every single day. So it doesn't matter what projects we've got on the go. We still need to be showing up and having conversations and engaging with the people in our world. It's a bit weird, isn't it? You know, we can reflect on that and say that we exist to solve problems for people. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's exactly what we do. <laughs> yeah, and, and, we, and we, ex- we exchange some sort, <laughs> we exchange something with those people to do it. <laughs> That's right. You know, unless we're solving a big problem. <laughs> I mean, if it is, we, we solve problems for people. And if we don't show up, we don't say, hey, do you need help solving that problem? Mm-hmm. And it really is as simple as that, isn't it? Absolutely. So today we want to talk or we want to ask the question, how are you showing up? Are you showing up? Do people know you exist? Are they seeing you? Are they hearing your message? And do they know you and are you top of mind so that they reach? And when I say they, the people in your network, your audience, the people that you know, do they know to reach out to you? Yeah. Well, look, let's go back to let's go back to Shufay. Okay. So Shufay's got her list of 433 people that are in her database. Now, most of those are clients, right? They're not just prospects. They've all at some point had a problem <laughs> that she has solved for them and then mm-hmm. she's forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same people, it gets the same in your personal life. You've got people you've connected to at some point and you haven't maintained the relationship and they haven't maintained the relationship, <laughs> they disappear. So we do need to show up in some capacity and it doesn't happen unless we take action to do so. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about the opportunities that are right there in front of us. I call this low-hanging fruit, and as many people do. The opportunities that are right there that a lot of people forget about. So if if you had to do a sale today, Tim, what where would you start? Simon. Where is your low-hanging fruit? I would start with Simon. Well, that's very specific. <laughs> That's very that's very specific. Okay, but and I, the reason I say I start with Simon is because I I lead score all of my prospects, uh-huh. right? And and lead scoring is just a measure of who's hot in my database and who's not hot, right? Now I've already had several conversations with Simon about kicking a project off. Uh-huh. He said yes, that let's go ahead, and obviously he's just got caught up being doing the busy of busy, uh-huh. right? If I call Simon, I'll close him today. Mm-hmm. And I'll have money in my account tomorrow. And I think it's important we have the systems in place to know who we need to call, when we need to create something like that. And that should happen every single day, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the stuff that actually moves our business forward. Often we're just afraid of doing so. We go, oh, that can wait. That'll happen later. But yep. we've got to look at, again, I think the purpose of our business is to create money for, for our lifestyle that we want to live. And if we're not putting that at the top of the list, then I think we're sabotaging our, our chance of business success. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's talk about when someone hasn't or doesn't have lead scoring, okay? Because I want, I really want everyone to be able to walk away with this episode and have 
a plan of attack to be able to reach out to people and sign a client today. And one of these things is thinking back, where have I already started a conversation or where has this conversation already begun? It may have been through Messenger. It may have been through an email that you got from someone a while ago, a conversation that you had with someone, whether that was a sales call or a triage call that you'd forgotten to chase up, uh, could be in your Instagram DMs or LinkedIn. There's lots of places to go back and have a look. Where have I already started a conversation? Might have even been months ago where I can go back and reopen that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, we often connect with people, but, you know, let it drop or, Mm -hmm. or not show up. I think that's a really good point, Sam. You know, the conversation we started, and the reason I picked Simon is because we've already started a conversation and it's already progressed to, yes, let's go ahead. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, pick up a a conversation that's earlier in the process Mm -hmm. where someone may have expressed a a pain point that you can fix for them Mm. and say, hey, Sam, you know, I, I know we spoke some time ago about that particular issue. Uh, is that still, you know, is that still a challenge for you? Mm-hmm. Right? And if the answer is yes, great. There's an opportunity for you right? and you've created something practically from nothing. That's really great if you've already had that conversation, but maybe you had a conversation quite a few months ago. You wouldn't generally reach out to someone and say, hey, do you still want to buy my stuff? It might be a little bit nicer to start that conversation with, happy new year or how are you (laughs) Uh, just to get a feel for where that person is because I don't know about you Tim but in the last month I have received more spam in all of my inboxes than I've ever had in my whole entire life I don't know what is happening out there right now but it is extremely spammy of hi glad we connected hey I can do this thing for you is that, oh uh, where do you think that's coming from? Is that coming from a bit of desperation, you think, or is that? Well, I don't know if, it certainly is reeking of desperation. I don't know if people are teaching this. I don't know if people are just trying to, I don't know where it's coming from and I don't know why it's happening, but I know it's not just happening to me. I've seen it around quite a lot. Don't just reach out and ask someone to buy your stuff if you haven't spoken to them. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, get to that, all right? <laughs> it's a process. Yes. But look, you still got to be genuine and personable and right? I mean, you know you know you're fishing for an opportunity. They probably know you're fishing for an opportunity as well. But do uh do start with, you know, hey, it's been a while. How's things with you? What are you working on? Well, uh, yeah, there is an opportunity there, but here's the thing, Tim. It might not even be a client opportunity. We don't know at the point that we reach out what that opportunity might be. It might be a, a referral to someone. It might be an introduction to someone to go and, you know, be on their podcast or speak with, with their network. It could be a lead. It could be. We don't know what that opportunity is. So if we want to shut down the opportunities that are available to us, go into the the conversation thinking this is what I want but if we go into the conversation in a genuine way find and really asking a lot of questions around you know where this person's at what's going on for them what are their goals for the year then we can start to explore what the best opportunity is and I think that that's right there just in that there's so much opportunity for us to create um, such a bigger picture you know opportunity for what could happen yeah absolutely All right, so let's talk about 
that's that's we've, we've hit the low frank hanging fruit we've continued yeah. conversations or relationships that we've already started to establish let's come back and pretend for a moment that we have none of those in place at all or mm-hmm. we've exhausted mm-hmm. uh, those opportunities mm-hmm. what would you do then so these are the conversations that haven't begun there's quite a few things that we can do and i think Um, that you I'm going to assume that you and I agree on this one I haven't actually spoken to you about it but I think that the number one place to go to begin conversations is to your email list yeah and why would you say email list because I think this is I know the answer to this one (laughs) (laughs) but why your email list as opposed to say your social media channels or Uh something else because 100 100% of the people on my email list have already opted in and said yes we want to hear from you yeah, and that's the key, isn't it? Okay, they've already said they want to hear from you and they already yeah. know who you are, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're sending emails all the time and you're keeping your list warm, then yes, uh, you may be in the, the position where you haven't emailed your list for a while uh, and there's different ways to re-engage that list. We're not going to talk about that today. We'll do that in a different episode. But generally, if you're emailing your list all the time, there's going to be some sort of engagement there. People will be, because they have opted in and said, yes, I want to hear from you, they'll be okay to hear what it is that you're about to share. And um, I think it's really important. We want to be doing this consistently all the time because we never want to be exhausting those the conversations that have already started. We want to make sure that we're creating them consistently and all the time as well. We don't want to ever be getting to the point where we've exhausted conversations. Well, if I let's look at, here we go, we kicked off uh, Shufay's, I'm just having a look at Shufay's little email here that we sent out to her list. When did we send it? 43 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago, we sent out an email to Shufay's list and she's already had 48 people, right, in 43 minutes open that, right, recognize who she is, uh, respond enough to the subject line that they're interested in opening it and she's now communicated to that many people now i don't know what the conversion rate from that to phone call is we we pushed it we pushed it into a phone call rather than a than a contact form Mm -hmm. um but that's 48 people that she wouldn't have been able to start a conversation with previously yeah absolutely absolutely so email list definitely number one then we also have social media yeah social media is the obvious one isn't it (laughs) audiences out there and it doesn't even have to be your audience you could go into someone else's community or group or page or forum or whatever uh and and find a conversation where you can add value and and create opportunity i've been on clubhouse quite a bit i don't know if you have sam but not um, so much the last couple of weeks uh, uh, but definitely i jumped on clubhouse the other day and um i've already had well as a result of being on clubhouse I don't know, twice. I was facilitating a room. I actually had someone reach out to me and uh, invite me in to be a, a guest expert as part of a group program that's launching this year. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, I wasn't expecting that, but, you know, something came of it, which was really exciting. And that's what I was talking about before. We never know what those opportunities are going to be, so we need to be open to them all. But uh, social media only works when you do show up. And I think that's the beauty of Clubhouse. You have to be there in real time and really show up. 
<laughs> you can't. Uh... It's very unleveraged, but there, but there's <laughs> you know it, there's pros and cons to everything, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so, it's, it's, so it's like a it's like a live podcast, really, it's Clubhouse, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, we should real... do that, and we should live podcast our uh, live stream our podcast episodes on Clubhouse, Clubhouse as well. Done, done. Maybe we'll do that for Thursday's episode. Literally, I'm just going to leave my phone there and record it and away we go. There we go. (laughs) Awesome. So social media, very obvious. What I'd like to leave you with here is when you do post on social media, please engage with everyone that takes the time to comment on your post. There's three ways that you need to engage. Number one, like like their comment. Number two, answer to or reply to their comment and number three make sure you tag their name people love to see their name and that's the three things that you should be doing whenever you engage or someone engages on your social media can i suggest one more in there as well absolutely i think personal messaging people and thanking them for uh adding value to the conversation Mm -hmm. uh, is a really really powerful way of yeah absolutely yeah i like it i like it So we've got email list number one, social media number two, and number three, this is one that I absolutely love and a lot of people don't take advantage of this and I know that my clients that are taking advantage of this, this is the thing that is really moving the needle on their business a lot and that is personal outreach. So that is sending personal voice messages or little messages on Instagram or WhatsApp or Voxer or different social media platforms, DMs on Instagram, and actually reaching out to someone just to say, hey, Tim, how are you going? What's, what's up? How, you know, how was James's first week of school or whatever it is? And having a conversation with people in a one-on-one manner. Yeah. You can't replace personal connection with people. No. Now, whether that's partners, whether that's clients, whether that's influencers, whatever it happens to be, just that personal touch, phone call, look, even, even writing a handwritten card, you know, that just says, hey, I hope 2021 is, is going really well for you, you know, just thinking of you, hope you're well. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I took a leaf out of a book from something you mentioned on an episode uh, a few months ago, and I'd been chatting to someone last week. And I shot him through a book and he sent me a message on Friday afternoon and said, oh my goodness, look what I just got in the mail. And we had a really great conversation because we'd been chatting about a problem that he was having and I knew the exact book that was going to help him solve that problem. And I I sent him a book and we ended up having a great conversation. Mm. So I love personal outreach because at the end of the day, we're not really B2C or B2B, you know, business to consumer or business to business. We're actually P2P. We should be conducting business in a way that it's people to people. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. You cannot beat personal connection right, for, uh, for, you know, for creating opportunities, not just with that person as a client, but that person as a, a referral partner, as a, as a business partner, um, whatever it takes. Mm, absolutely. So let's just have uh, go back. We ha- we've talked about what are you busy doing? Take some time out to have a look to see what are you working on and be really honest with yourself. Are you shifting the needle forward in your business by being busy doing what you're doing each day or do you need to change things up a bit? Um, and how are you showing up to your network? Go back, are you start going back and touching on those conversations that you've already started and are you beginning new conversations by 
emailing your list by engaging on social media and sending a personal outreach or engaging with people in your network and having conversations with them. Absolutely, Sam. And as we were talking, there we go. I've already messaged Simon to uh, connect. <laughs> I love it. You did take inspiration from right. our episode. <laughs> yeah, like, but it is. It's all about taking action. Take Absolutely. action on the thing that will move the needle for you today and uh, and you'll see results. So we've already inspired you, Tim, to take that action. I would love to hear from the rest of the community. What action have you taken after listening to this episode? I'd love you to jump into the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. Let us know what is the one thing that you were inspired to do from listening to this episode. Let's share and inspire each other as a community to create rocking businesses in 2021. Fantastic, Sam. And of course, if you've liked this episode, feel free to like, share, comment on uh, all good podcasting channels. Otherwise, we will see you uh, this coming Thursday for another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Thanks so much for listening. Ciao, ciao. Today's episode may be over, but let's continue the conversation. Head on over to the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook and connect with other entrepreneurs who are building and scaling their business too. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.